Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. And I'm being Chris Pine as Captain Kirk with my amazing Star Trek mug. I love this freaking mug. Today is Monday, January 28th. Huh? January 28th? Last week of January. I, I don't think anyone's going to be all that sorry to see January go, right? Although it's been a it's been a good month for me, it's been a nice month. Um, last year, I think I spent a lot of January being sick, so this is definitely an improvement. I had a great weekend; uh, went very well. Lots of um, lots of things going on. Very busy. On Saturday, I went down for that signing uh, with Dorinda at Page One. And I signed uh, copies of Warrior of the World and Seasons of Sorcery. And we saw a lot of uh, familiar faces and some new fans. Uh, this was Dorinda's last book in the Charlie Davidson series, 13th Grave. Was it summoned to the 13th Grave, I think. So a lot of people had traveled in from other places, uh, amazingly so. Uh, California and driven down from Denver and some up from Texas to see the event with her and get her to sign their books. Many, many more there for hers, uh, which was really nice for her because it was uh, a really lovely send off for her on this series. She is working on the book for the next series, but you know, that's hard when you finish one series and move to the other move to something totally new and a slightly different genre. This next one won't have really anything much paranormal in it, I think. So it was really nice for her to have all of her fangirls there. It was kind of funny because they were giving her a fair amount of grief for how she ended the book. Uh, Enough so she was saying that everyone had been telling her it's a cliffhanger uh, and she said, it's not a cliffhanger because nobody's actually hanging off of a cliff. <laughs> um, so I picked up her book off the signing table while she was talking about it and looked at it. And the thing is, is she asked, she does end on a question. She ends with Charlie asking where some character is. And I haven't kept up with the series. I haven't read it past book two. So I don't recognize the character name, but she ends with the, you know, like I nudged this person next to me and said, where is such and so? And that's how the book ends. And she was talking about how she's gotten really angry emails from readers about that. And she said, the thing is, is she's planning to do a spinoff series where she will answer that question. Um, you know, and I, I've talked about this some before that. The more, the more time goes on, the more I learn. As my stepfather Leo used to say, the more I learn, the more I know. Maybe he said something funnier than that. Oh, well, doesn't matter. So anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted thinking about that. Um, the more I think about, the more I you know, books I see and the more authors I know and all of these things, 
you know, I think endings are so incredibly important. We put so much emphasis on the beginning and certainly the beginning is important to get that hook right and to, you know, set all the stakes and get all that information in. And I think we don't put enough emphasis on a really good ending. I think that, um, especially, especially if you end a series, a long running series, then people really want stuff. They want that good satisfaction at the end that everything is okay, that the world is right, and that the uh, characters are going to be happy. And I think you can make up for a lot of flaws in the book by simply having that at the end. And I think ending on a question that somebody is missing then creates that feeling of uncertainty. And it makes people, you know, unhappy. They they don't want to end on, uncertain, on uncertainty. I can't talk today. On uncertainty. They want to end on a conviction that things are, are okay. I think I made that mistake with um, The Talon of the Hawk when I ended that trilogy. I did not have enough of an after, of life after. And I ended up doing that in The Crown of the Queen. And arguably, I couldn't put that many more pages on the end of The Talon of the Hawk because it was already long and my editor had cautioned me not to go farther. But I do wish that I had added some onto it. So I did end up doing that with The Crown of the Queen and then a little bit with the Dragons of Summer, too. But I think if I had been able to put in some of the stuff that I had in The Crown of the Queen at the end of The Talon of the Hawk, it would have been a more satisfying conclusion to that trilogy. So live and learn, live and learn. But it's uh, you know, it's always good to learn from, from these kinds of lessons. So it was interesting to hear people, hear Dorinda's readers talk to her about the book and mention those things. So I'm trying to think, oh, Saturday morning I went to yoga. Um, I thought I did that first thing. My Saturday morning yoga class is a vinyasa yoga class. I'm, that scraping sound is me wiping up white cat hair from Isabel camping out on this office chair. Uh, she did not claim it this morning, so I get to sit in it, but it's covered in white cat fur. I did some before I sat down, but... There's like more off to the sides here. <laughs> um, so anyway, I've been going to this vinyasa yoga class on Saturday mornings, and I've added that. I've, I've been going to yin yoga on Thursday afternoons for a year now, a little over a year now. And it's made a huge difference in my body and the resiliency in my body and my overall health and whether or not I have certain aches. So the... Yin yoga has been fantastic, and my favorite teacher is uh, Melissa Spammer. Actually, I don't know if she says Spammer or Spammer, S-P-A-M-E-R. And she teaches the yin yoga class, and she's really terrific. So she also teaches this all-levels vinyasa yoga on Saturday morning. And she's a terrific teacher, but boy, does that class work me over. It is so, so hard, <laughs> so hard for me. But I did a lot better on Saturday. I actually made it through a lot more on Saturday. 
And she's very funny because as we're getting to the end of the class and she's encouraging us through these sequences this last Saturday, she was like, you, she said, be enthusiastic. You want it to be here. You're the one who got up early on Saturday morning to be here. You want this. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, it sounded a lot better in theory <laughs> than it did uh, when you're like grunting through these asanas, the various poses. So, yeah, I did that on Saturday morning and then came home and I'm not sure what happened to my time. I guess I did like get cleaned up by about one before I headed down to uh, the signing. And then we had dinner afterwards, a whole bunch of people and got home about nine. <laughs> so that was that was my day. Then Sunday I got to have brunch with Jim and Sage, Jim Sorensen and Sage Walker. They came up to Santa Fe and we had brunch at the tea house. And they were um oh it was just so much fun. I just love talking to them and I talked to them about my new shiny that I've mentioned on here. Uh some of the world details that I was noodling. And they're just really great. They really, you know, I was posing a couple problems to them and they were just great about talking through. Okay, well, if you want this to be true, then what about these things? Just fun to have conversation with very smart people. We sat there about two and a half hours to the dismay of our waiter because it was busy. After a while, I think he gave up. He knew he wasn't, he tried to move us along for a while and, then just finally decided, you know, and we ordered like a second round of drinks and so forth. Um, and often I will feel bad about that, that I know people are waiting and that we should move along. And yesterday I was just like, eh, well, I'm just going to sit here and talk to my friends as long as I want. So, so if you were waiting at the tea house yesterday for a table, it was totally my fault and I'm not sorry. <laughs> So there you are. Um, yeah, and then came home and did some chores in the afternoon, took care of some business things, and then David and I went out to dinner. And I'll put that photo on the podcast. We went out to the compound and had a very nice dinner for our anniversary, celebrating 28 years. And it was fun because we, um, we always start talking about all the stuff we've been through in years gone by and we really got into a game of trying to remember people's names, people that we had known back in the day when we first started dating. Back in Laramie, Wyoming. So, oh, and then I know what I did Saturday morning. I That's right. After I got back from yoga, I did all of the uploading for Orias Enchantment. And, uh, by that afternoon, it had gone live on Amazon. They were Johnny on the spot. So I've uh, been having very nice sales over the weekend, brisk sales. Thank you, everyone. So it's, uh, yeah, exciting to see that out in the world. Get that all uh, fly and be free. Yes. And I also, um, well, 
Yeah, got it. Yeah, it's still, I think, not live on Kobo or Barnes & Noble and might be taking time to distribute to Apple, but we'll keep checking on those. But it's certainly live on Smashwords, Amazon, and Google Play. So thank you all for uh, your support of that book and all you do to talk it up. That's uh, incredibly valuable, and I appreciate it. So now I'm working on Lonan's Reign. I got, I'm partway into it. I'm like six or 7,000 words into it, which is not as far as I wanted to be. Um, but I am still reasonably within my goal range. I am, because I said I'd be honest here, uh, I am upping my word count before, by, yeah, from 3,000 words a day, which I swore I was not going to do this year. I was not going to exceed 3,000 words a day. But I'm upping it to 3,500 words a day. And I'm not going to go past that. <laughs> if I say I'm going to um, comment, give me a little comment slap. But I think I can. <laughs> I do this every time. I think I can sustain 3,500 words a day. It's not that much worse. Uh, we'll see how I do. But I would like to uh, get Lonan's Reign done so I can switch over to the next St. Martin's book, The Fiery Citadel. And that one I will stick to 3,000 words a day because that'll be a little bit of a long haul. So we'll just see. We'll see how I do. Uh, for some reason, last week was scattered. I don't know if it was that, um, you know, it might have been needing the break between books. Uh, that thing that I'm just really going to have to start building in, I think. I think that I won't need it, and then I end up just having a very scattered week. And not getting a whole lot done. It also was just um, a busy promo and marketing week with all of the stuff going on. So I hope to buckle down this week. Uh, we'll see how I do. I want. I really want to get at least 15,000 words on it this week. And then whatever. Let's see. So an extra 500 a day would be. 2,500 words, so I guess I'm going for 1,750 this week. Um, yeah, I hope I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. So, all right. Well, I think that'll do it for today. I'm going to get to work. I've got a software board call this afternoon, so I want to get some good words down before that. And then I will talk to you all tomorrow and report in on how I've, how I've done Hope you all had a, having a fantastic Monday and that you will have a wonderful week and that you are recharged. Congratulations to all of you federal workers who are going back to work today. Uh, may you earn all the paychecks. And yeah, I'll leave it there. Talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.